Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my tracker. Welcome back to the show. I wanted to record this episode specifically to talk about something which I have been bringing myself to believe in more, and that is courage. It's such a normal and generic word, courage. Do you have the courage to stand up for yourself? Do you have the courage to do what you love? Oftentimes, in pursuit of dreams, what we really need is courage. And there is really no pursuit without it. So, because this channel is all about reaching your potential, being your best version, making the most out of life, it is necessary to talk about something that we all need once in a while and much more than we normally realize. So earlier this week, I was having a conversation with a friend and she was mentioning to me how she had been thinking about stepping out of her comfort zone, but everybody around her is familiar with her. You know, they know how she is and it's difficult for her to step out of the community that she has built. She feels like she's going to be alone and she doesn't know if that new place that she wants to go to is going to be good enough. But on the other hand, she is unsatisfied, unfulfilled. She's not sure if she wants to remain where she is. And what it really came down to was, do you have the courage to make the change? Because comfort is deceiving. Comfort makes you believe that everything's okay. You momentarily distract yourself from all the things that actually matter by the comfort that you have. What mattered to my friend was that she made the most out of her life, that she actually went behind her dreams. She spoke to the right people. She made the right decisions. She actually felt that she's doing something with her life that she always wanted to do. And to be specific, she aspired to work in organizations which were woman-centric. She wanted to make an impact in women's lives. She wanted to be a speaker. But all of that needed her to step out of her comfort zone. People in her circle didn't see her as a speaker. They didn't think that she has content to share. They didn't see her as a wise, inspiring woman. And so she felt that she she is not what she's looking out to be. And, you know, courage is one of those things that, that needs to be built. You know, there is accumulation of courage. It's not just one unit. It's more like over time, you put little by little, little by little, and you start accumulating courage, and then you use it to do something that you always wanted to do. And that takes practice. That takes the right internal dialogue. That also takes being conscious of what you're thinking. And what you're saying to yourself. When Mother Teresa wanted to make a difference in people's lives, she wanted to become a missionary. She needed courage to take that leap of faith and go to France. When Nikola Tesla wanted to invent something, he needed courage to step out of his comfort zone and come to America. 
everybody needs courage in various capacities, depending on where we are at life. If you're trying to make a big difference, you may need more courage. If you're trying to make a small difference, you may need a smaller amount of courage. So let's talk about how this courage can be accumulated. If you're one to make a massive difference in life, how can you accumulate massive courage to make that massive difference? So coming to thoughts. Thoughts have frequency. I think it's quite solidified now through the internet and being aware that everything is energy. And your thoughts are energy as well. And they have frequency and they they are in a wave-like structure. When you're thinking about taking an action and your first thought is that I must do this, it's going to be wonderful. That's a beautiful and positive thought to have. If you keep having positive thoughts, then all of these positive thoughts will merge and bring about a much greater positive thought, which will bring about a momentum, which is going to cause you to take action. But alternatively, if you have a positive thought and then you bring about a negative thought, what's happening is that your negative thought is going to cancel out the positive thought and nothing is going to happen. It's going to result in nothing. That is when usually people procrastinate, they don't take action. And in another scenario, if you have a negative thought and then you have another negative thought, another one, then it's going to bring about a momentum where you will take a negative action as well. So it is paramount to monitor our thought process. And then one can ask that, well, how do I monitor my thoughts? It's going to be difficult to monitor my thoughts every step of the way, every minute of the day. <laughs> that's a lot of work. And that's true. It's, it can seem quite tiring. You almost have to be aware of what you're thinking at all times. It's, not, it's really not possible. But here is a trick. Many of your thoughts are reliant on the programming of your subconscious mind. If your subconscious mind is programmed to bring out the positive in every situation, naturally the thoughts you're going to harbor in your mind are going to be positive. If your subconscious mind is programmed to have a negative thought or a negative reaction to a situation, then naturally the thoughts that you're going to harbor in that situation are going to be negative. So the solution really lies in your subconscious mind, which is a powerhouse. It has much more impact on us than we know. 90% of our actions, emotions, and behaviors are reliant on the programming in the subconscious mind. If we can program ourselves to always think good of ourselves, to stay focused at our work, to stay focused in the good things in life, to be grateful, to look for the positive in situations, to love people, to be grateful for people, to make friends, to be kind, to be generous, to always pick yourself up and have self-respect, then slowly and gradually that is the person you're going to become. I have an episode on the subconscious mind programming. It's called Feel the Fear, and I would highly encourage you to scroll down and listen to that episode. 
I've gotten a lot of amazing feedback on that episode. It's actually my top episode so far in the podcast. Yeah. So, you know, yesterday I was watching a movie. It's called Hypnotic on Netflix. It's a nice movie. By the way, this is not a sponsored, just candidly talking. It's a nice movie and it was based on hypnosis that was done on a woman. Not going to give away any spoilers, but the movie talked about the power of the subconscious mind. And that is what, <laughs> that is what got me intrigued. I was like, whoa, that's something that I talk about. I'm going to watch that movie. And I did. It was good. Um, so, yeah. So the subconscious is essentially your programming, right? It's something that you are going to be functioning off of. You can almost think that like any software with a coding and the software performs certain functions, you also have a code and that is your subconscious mind. Whatever you're doing is because of the programming in the subconscious mind. So how can you change the programming of the subconscious mind? If there is something that you're doing which is not right, if there is something that you're doing which is not in, an, not in alignment with who you really want to be, how can you change that programming? And the good news is that it's not that hard. In fact, there are a lot of quite effective and easy tools that you can use to reprogram your subconscious. One of the tools that I use is an alpha level meditation. An alpha level meditation is one where you basically go to deeper levels of consciousness. Your brain at that time is in the alpha state, which simply means that the waves that are produced in your brain are between 8 and 12 hertz. When you go into that level of your mind, you have passive attention. That is a perfect time to be aware of what you're thinking, but at the same time, be not too distracted. In fact, you're focused. And that is the time when you can start to access your subconscious mind and imprint new beliefs in it. So a simple meditation would be that you go into your alpha level of the brain in a controlled manner. That is, you can use a guided meditation. There are also meditations that I offer. So if you're interested, shoot me an email and we'll get it started. The alpha level meditations essentially take you to a state of the mind where you can imprint beliefs in your subconscious mind. These new beliefs over time with repetition are going to create a new you. You're going to start feeling a different person. You're going to start acting like a different person. And you will be projecting yourself to be a different person. And, and that's all. That is really all. There is another episode that I made. It's called Beliefs. It is quite exciting. It, is, it talks about the beliefs that we have in the subconscious mind and how they impact us throughout the day and throughout our lives. So I'm going to take a portion of it and repurpose it here. I think it's highly required in context. So the equation that we have set is that action is coming from repeated thoughts which create momentum. The repeated thoughts are coming from your subconscious mind programming. So if you want to be able to take the right actions, you must have the right programming in your subconscious mind. And 
And the reason I say must, because it's mandatory. It's a prerequisite. So let's talk about the subconscious mind programming a little bit more. So the subconscious mind programming is actually done in childhood when you're really small till the age of seven years. That is when you're picking up things from your environment, you're reliant on other people around you to learn from, and you create these beliefs in your subconscious mind. You create these beliefs and you start to take those beliefs to be absolute facts. So if you're small, about five years old, and if you have a parent who tells you that you're extremely lovable, that you are worthy and you deserve to be loved, You're going to grow up thinking that you are lovable, provided that you don't have any other toxic influence in your environment, which tells you, hey, you're not lovable or any bullying done. Because when kids are so small, if there is a guardian, if there is a parent, which is telling them that they're loved, but but there is another person present in their surrounding telling them otherwise, with as much conviction or even lightly as a joke, they may respond to that negative comment much more strongly and start to believe in it. So in this scenario, let's say that there is a kid who has been embedded with the belief that he is lovable. Let's say there is another kid who has been embedded with the belief that he's not lovable. Both of these kids are going to grow up behaving very differently differently around people. The kid who believes that he is lovable is going to approach relationships and people around him with a positive spirit. He's going to put his best foot forward. He's going to be excited to meet people. And he's going to have enough self-love and self-belief that the way he will approach relationships is going to be a little bit more relaxed and with a little bit more of a positive spirit. Now, talking about the kid who does not believe that he's lovable. He is going to approach relationships thinking that if somebody loves him, they're doing him a favor. He's the one that's going to be oversharing in relationships, giving too much, not asking for anything back. He's the one that's going to be with an empty glass end of the day because they give away so much. Usually, when they get into a romantic relationship, they are the ones that are clingy, that are possessive. They are also the ones that may may become toxic themselves. But their approach to relationship is completely reliant on the belief that if they are finding somebody that loves them, then they are lucky. And this desperate behavior that they have can pull some people away. They can be a little bit too much for some people, too sharing, too giving, too present, too available. By being too present and too available, they reduce their worth in front of their partner. And when the partner starts to pull away, they think, ah, see, I'm not lovable. And that's why they're going away. And the belief keeps reiterating in the mind again and again and again. And some people don't realize that because of a certain belief that they had when they were kids, which they have made a part of their personality, 
their life has turned out to be a certain way. They just don't have the courage to believe that it is a little belief that they believed to be true when they were young, which is embedded in the subconscious mind, that now they're not able to have healthy relationships. On the flip side, people who do realize that beliefs do matter and their subconscious mind may have beliefs which are bringing about the cycles in their life which they do not want to experience, then they take initiatives to change those beliefs. And they can change those beliefs. It's not that hard. And the belief can be about anything. It can be about your work. It can be about your love life. It can be about your looks. It can be about your worthiness as a person, how much you can do. You can honestly start to embed the best beliefs in yourself starting right now. You can say things to yourself which may seem like a lie because you don't believe them, but you say them with conviction again and again until you start believing in them. So if you're somebody who doesn't have confidence or who thinks that they don't have much to share, but let's say that you want to become a speaker, but you believe that you don't have the charm, the charisma, the context, the substance to share with people, and your belief is that you're going to amount to nothing, well then, now it's time to change. You simply can embed a new belief in yourself. That you have the charisma, you have the substance, you have the personality, you are a powerhouse. You can learn quickly, you can pick up quickly, you can train quickly, and anything can be achieved when you put your mind to it because you are brilliant. Nobody's born as a speaker, nobody's born a doctor, nobody's born an, en an engineer. These things are acquired, the skills are acquired. If you have a limiting belief within yourself, address it, write it down, and then write down a corresponding amazing belief and repeat it to yourself. Repeat it to yourself during the alpha meditations. That is when you're talking directly to your subconscious mind and see the magic it does. So <laughs> we started off with courage and here we are. I actually like that sometimes I allow myself to just go anywhere because all of these things are actually very important. Having courage and telling yourself that you can do something and you must do something that means a lot to you is a necessity to following your dreams, which means that you need to have the right programming in your subconscious mind which is going to help bring to you the right thoughts, emotions, and actions. And again, if you want to use the resources, I do offer alpha-level meditations, and you can reach out to me through an email, and we can get started. The great thing about these meditations is that I lead you through the meditation myself. So I'm going to be present with you during the meditation and guide you. And it's a fun experience and definitely effective. You know, personally speaking, even creating mind tracker, putting myself out there, talking to new people, going to networking events, talking about what I'm talking about in mind tracker, all of these things need courage. And I realize the more 
I start to practice courage, the more I start to instill it in myself, it becomes easy. Now it doesn't seem like a big deal if I talk, talk about my podcast in a networking event. It seems like a normal thing, you know, because I've made it a normal thing with repetition in my mind. I've told myself that I'm going to talk about it. All I'm trying to do is make a positive impact and help people. If people listen to it, great. If they don't listen to it, that's okay. At least I did what I could. And slowly and gradually, I started to feel more courageous as I started to accumulate more thoughts that made me courageous. Anyway, folks, I thought I'm going to come in here and talk to you about courage and the thoughts and the importance of thinking thoughts of the same frequency, which are in alignment with each other so that you can take action with the momentum the thoughts are creating and talk about the subconscious mind programming and the alpha level meditations and the impact and effectiveness of those meditations. I'm going to pause here now and we'll come back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. I would highly appreciate it if you give it a like, if you share it on your social media. All of the social media links are listed in the details below. To support the show, you can head over to Patreon forward slash Mind Tracker. Thank you so much if you're doing so. You can also support the show by sharing the show over your social media page, an Instagram story, sharing with a friend. All of these are forms of support, and I absolutely appreciate all of them. And as always, for suggestions and feedback, you can write to me at info at Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you soon.